Are we ruining the parks for ourselves? Let's discuss. Welcome to Princess and Scoundrel, where we take you along our scrappily ever after from fantasy land to tattooing and everything in between. I'm Sarah. And I'm Steven. And today we're talking about kind of a shift in perspective when it comes to park going. Yeah. So this is a conversation I've wanted to have for have for quite a while. Uh, and it's just, it's been weird, right? Because after the pandemic, there was like this time of we couldn't go to the parks. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, kind of the, that thing we, we sought out. Like in the depths of the pandemic. Yeah. And, and afterwards, like they opened up the parks. And so it was like very minimal, uh, low, what is it? Low crowd low crowds. Yeah. Stuff like that. So it was fun. Like we went a couple of times and it progressively got better and, and they allowed more people and more people. But as of recent, it's felt like there's so many people and I don't know like where that came from. And then at the same time, it, again, like it felt like after the pandemic, there was a lot of people, there was maybe like a sense of entitlement. Mm. And then the last part is like, does it, there was a lot of hate going towards Disney that they're not doing their best, right? Yeah. They're, they're giving like half an effort. And, and instead of my, my thinking is instead of blaming Disney, like, let me step back and reflect and like, what do I think it is? Is it me? Is it me? <laughs> and I kind of feel like it, not necessarily me. I'm not, it's not put, all I'm, I'm not your fault. All the blame, <laughs> but I think it might be the guests that are kind of, making it hard for people to have a good time. Maybe, and even for like ourselves to have a good time. I think we get in our own way a little bit yeah. too. So yeah, the the parks have been packed and I don't know if it's, were they like this before the pandemic and we're just like more acutely aware of crowds now and we're just like, oh, that's a lot of people. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm so like perplexed by it because we had gone a couple, you know, we'd gone before. Right. And the crowd levels um, were not the tens, right? It was like- Like out of 10. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, there's these crowd calendars. It's like one to 10, but they were also limiting capacity for a Before. while. Yeah. And they used to tell us what that percentage was. They were say, oh, the parks are at 25% capacity. We've raised it to 30 to 40. And that was when everybody loved statistics in the pandemic. So like, we were like, we need percentages. Yeah. And then eventually they just kind of stopped telling us. They put the park pass system in place to control, not control, but just like be aware of who's going to be where on what day and like which which parks are going to be busier, probably for like, um, like resourcing too. Like where yeah. do they staff the parks? But they've kept that and they've said park passes are here to stay, like get used to it. But eventually they stopped telling us, before it was almost like the, the capacity of the parks and the park pass reservations were directly correlated, but then they stopped telling us the capacity of the parks, but they kept the park pass reservation. So it's like, okay, are we back to a hundred percent? It feels like we're back to a hundred percent, maybe yeah. even like 110% because going now, it feels like a lot of people are there. Yeah, no, it does. And 
so one of the parts of it, again, I, I'm, I point to the pandemic because there was nobody there. And then we went into where I think people yearned to travel or to, to go somewhere, to vacation, to, you know, escape that being at home. And Disney was that outlet. Yeah. So there was so much people there that, okay, we, we kind of gave, forgave her for that. But then the other part of it is that because the parks are so full, Disney is recouping from that pandemic and they're starting to charge more Yep. for their tickets. Or I mean, they've always like jacked up ticket prices every year, yeah. but it's not going to stop. Yeah. Well, I mean, didn't you see that or or say that there was a, uh, Chappick was saying something about that there's demand for the parks and they don't project it to go down. Looking at it from a business point of view, I can see why. Like if it was, if it was my business, there is a demand for my product. There is a, a way for you to raise prices. Yep. Um, that part of it, I completely understand. I don't like it. Yeah. On I, being on the other side yeah, of it as, as a consumer. A, yeah. <laughs> but I see why they're doing it. And I think as long as people are still filling the park, that the prices are going to still go up. And that sucks. Yeah. It's supply and demand. Yeah. And right now there's so much demand for being in the parks. And there's only so much capacity the parks can't take. They can't put it at like 200% capacity and have anybody have a good time in those parks. Like demand is really, really high. And the, the quote, I don't, I'm paraphrasing, but it was basically like, we're going to know when to stop raising prices when demand starts slowing. And right now it's not slowing down. So just like you said, from a business perspective, that's the one way for them to make more or the same amount of money, but then actually save money on like staffing because they can have about the same amount of people in the park. They're making more money or less people in the park and they're saving on staffing. Business wise. Yeah. It makes a whole lot of sense. It's just, oh, it hurts our wallet. Yeah. <laughs> that is for sure. Yeah. And then I think from that with the people with guests not being able to go for such a long amount of time, there is this built up, uh, expectation for when you go on these vacations or these trips. Yeah. And I, I don't know how to put it lightly, but there is a sense of entitlement that people are going to the parks and expecting this perfect time and they expect everyone to get out of their way or, you know, it is supposed to be perfect. Not wait in any lines and you it, just like run into Mickey on the street and he takes your hand and walks you to the castle. Yeah. it's And I'm sorry to say with the amount of people that are going, you're not going to always get that. Yeah. Um, And it just feels like that, you know, watching videos online or TikToks and stuff. That is what there is that expectation. And it's like you, you're you are part of the big crowd, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're one fish in a big sea of the magic kingdom. But like, like you were saying, the delayed travel, there's people that didn't get to celebrate big milestones or maybe graduations, birthdays, like all of these things that are now going. And so they already have that added like 
this is a big celebration. We're going to do it up big. It's going to be a great time. We've waited two years to do this. And then they go, something goes wrong. It's not as perfect as they seem. Their room's not ready when they first get there. Or, you know, the ride breaks down when they're in the line. Somebody cuts in front of them. Like things are going to go wrong on your trip. And that's really hard to, to kind of process when you have such high expectations. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I think on that, there are, with our family, we are a family of four. We generally all enjoy going to the parks at the same time. I recall our son, you know, early on, he wanted to be in the hotel with his iPad. Oh my God. And imagine a family of five or six and maybe they're not, like our kids are still young, but an older, some older kids that don't want to participate in something, don't want to participate in some kind of event. And that could cause like tension. So not even getting to the park yet, you could have tension within a group. Oh yeah. And then you have the Florida like sun. The airport on the way to <laughs> Disney. <laughs> but you could have, there's so many factors to it that it could kind of quote unquote ruin your trip. And I think it's just more of taking it into perspective of like not focusing on what could go wrong, but what can I enjoy while I'm, you know, doing these things. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. When our son was younger and he would be like, we would go ride like one or two rides. He'd be like, can we go back to the hotel room now? I was like, we came all this way. <laughs> you could play the iPad anywhere. Yeah, you yeah. could do that at home for a lot cheaper. Yeah. That was always frustrating, but it's things that we're learning now. He's still like that. He still loves to be on his iPad when he can, but he's also, I think a little more aware of like, Hey, I don't get to do this that often. Let's go have a good time. But yeah, you are dealing with other people's personalities. And like, if not everybody is like the equal amount of excited for something, it throws off your dynamics. Yeah. You know what else throws off dynamics? Being hangry. <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> that mean, happens, happens like a lot on our trips is like, we just do not adequately prepare for three meals a day. And so somebody might be hungry. You're waiting in a long line. There's still 30 minutes between you and a meal. Like yeah. it's, things are going to not be as perfect and as magical as you're wanting it to be. And you kind of just have to say like, okay, well, 30 minutes, that's not a long time. Like I can get through that. We can go ride this ride. We can go meet this character and then go get snacks or pack snacks, I guess. Yeah. If you're so, really prepared. So that, that gets me kind of onto my next point. Okay. Is again, we're self-reflecting. We're looking at ourselves. Is that expectation that I'm going to have this perfect day coming from like social media where there is this, you know, you see somebody, you know, see your, your favorite, um, Instagram having the best time at Disneyland, Disney world. And I want that. Mm. I have that expectation that I want to do this. I want to do this right. I want to do this right. I think we not intentionally do that, but there is a point of like, Hey, these are these cool things that we're experiencing. So you share those moments. Oh, like us actually sharing yeah, it. Yeah. I'm totally guilty of this because one, I think social media just like wants you to show the best parts of your life. Like everybody wants to show off like when they're having a good time, when they feel good, when they look good. But like, if I am angry at all of you guys for something, I'm not going to be posting about it on social media. <laughs> I don't want to do anything in that moment except just like pout on the people mover and like get over it. 
like, I'm not going to show the world that I'm cranky in that moment yeah. because like, I'm not going to put on blast that I'm throwing a fit <laughs> or when I was at Oogie Boogie Bash last month, we rode the, I don't know the actual name. Is it the pal around the death wheel Ferris wheel thing? Okay. I got, I almost threw up on that thing. And I just like went silent on social media for like two hours afterwards. Cause I was like, <laughs> uh, uh-uh. I was like, I can't, I have to focus all my energy on just like keeping my food down. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, but I think that's, you know, that's partly there's that expectation that, you know, oh, we get, it's always a good time. It's like, no, there, there's the times of, you know, you being, me being hangry. Uh, you get hangry a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I think that's the thing is like, we have to like somehow figure out to be honest, like, hey, this was not great type of thing. Yeah. And it, that's hard too, and it's right? Even like, but it's, and I think that's the interesting thing is like these things that we're pointing out, it's, it's nothing really to do with, you know, at the parks having to do with the parks is like, you're not feeling well, or I'm hungry. And that affects my emotions, my feelings. And I have to figure out a way to like, you know, okay, I got to feed myself now. Yeah. But so, if you like, but it has nothing to do with like, Oh, I was mistreated or right. Know, I was done wrong by the parks. By Disney. By Disney. Yeah. You can be hangry anywhere, yeah. but like, if you're that hungry, are you really going to be like, you know what, while I'm stewing on this, like I'm going to do a story. <laughs> No, I mean, I me mean, personally, some, no. Some but. people do, but like us, we're just like, mm, we're going to process <laughs> this. We're going to get through it with gritted teeth. But yeah, it, to your point, like things that happen like that to you, don't take that out on anybody else. Like don't take it out on other guests. I mean, take it out on your family. Sure. Like that's what they're there for <laughs> is to like <laughs> stew all together, but and don't do that. But like, don't take it out on other guests. Like if you're having a bad day, don't make other people have a bad day because you feel like something tiny, some probably micro infraction happened to you. One, don't let it ruin your day. Don't let it ruin other guests day and don't be mean to the cast members. Yeah. That gets me to think about the magic moments, you know, on, on social media that, you know, you've seen, or I've seen, you know, someone talking and I don't know if it's because I, I don't think so. I don't think there's that, gloatingness showing offness it was people want to share their magic moment it was a beautiful moment it was, you know made me so happy this is disney type of thing they share a moment and they explain the whole situation and then almost immediately afterwards you see another video of someone saying well i didn't get that magic moment i did the exact same thing as you and i didn't get it and i you you're not going to get that magic moment because you're it's not organic mm -hmm. and it's one of those things like it to me it's almost cringy when you ask for that magic moment and I think it's cool to hear about those moments on social media but then in my head I almost like don't want to hear it because I know someone's going to try to go take advantage of it yeah and and it's not even of that, like there's not even magic, you know, there was the whole, oh, the free shirt the thing, the free shirt thing, like just different moments, like different things. And it was just there, they had, like you ruin it, you, mm -hmm. you get it taken away because it, it happens too often. You're taking advantage of something. And I don't think that's fair. You, you know, it's one of those things that sh it should be magic for the people that need it. That's a magical moment and it's beautiful. But if you take advantage of it, it's just kind of gross 
It is. And then it's not fair, I think, for the cast members either, because like they feel like they're doing something really cool for somebody. And like it just it feels so good to you're not even really going out of your way, but it just feels so good to do something kind for somebody else. You do that. And then the next person in line is like, well, where's mine? Yeah. Like just because you're wearing like a birthday or an anniversary button or something like that does not entitle you to anything in the park. And, and and kind of on the, there's, it gets me, it's one of these things that just kind of gets me going, right? It grinds my gears. Oh my God, don't say Uh, that. You're so so old. There was, there was a video that I'm thinking about right now. I don't want to forget about it, but Ray and Chewie were with a group of kids. In Galaxy's Edge. At Galaxy's Edge. Ray's giving her a little speech. I guess they're going to, you know, they're going to do something. A guest comes in and starts messing with Chewie, you know, uh, like rustling his fur yeah. and screams and laughing, like to get a picture thinking it's real funny. And you could tell that they're kind of like, you know, the, the cast, you know, Chewie and Ray kind of like, what's going on? And then media say, I'm sorry, but we have to go. So mm. they shut down that magical moment for these kids because you decide to come in and ruin it. Like there's no reason for you to be touching characters or anybody, anybody. Yeah. But you know, these characters are doing something. Don't mess with them. Yeah. So. Well, that, that really makes me sad. Cause like (laughs) those kids were having, we're probably going to have like this incredible moment with Ray and Chewie. That's something they would remember forever. And that got taken away from them by somebody trying to force a magical moment. Yeah. I can't tell you, I don't know that I've ever had like a really good, like one-on-one interaction with Chewie in Galaxy's Edge. I've talked to Ray in passing. I've talked to other characters in passing, but just like in passing, because most of the time they are out there trying to make magic for guests. And it's like, it's not my time. (laughs) My day will come one day. And I'm okay with that. Like, I don't need a magical moment from Kylo it'll be okay. Like let the kids, let well, that be magic for the kids. Cause they're the ones that are going to get the most out of that too. Well, and I, but I, you know, I think that's the thing though, is like, there's, there's a sense of like enjoyment of seeing this kid or this person, like get this magic moment and then be excited. And, you know, I feel like excited for them. I don't need to now go and like, okay, do it to me too. Yeah. It's like, no, I, I, I don't want to do that. Like I see them do it and like, Oh, that's super cool. You know, they, they got to talk, you know, they went on a little mission with, uh, by and, yeah. and did something, but you know, it, it's one of those, like, I, I don't, I don't see why it's so sought out after if you're needing that magical moment like that. That's fair. So kind of on that and like, you see other people have magical moments, you want those magical moments or just maybe hangers at play. We've seen so much fighting in the parks and it's, it's not like in major like news outlets for the most part, unless they're like really epic fights. It's usually on social media yeah, on TikTok. And I think that part of that, I think social media is absolutely part of the problem of like people see these things happening in the parks and they want that. But then also if you see a fight in Magic Kingdom, somebody's going to take a video of it. Somebody's going to post it. It's going to get shared around. Yeah. And, and I think that before... I mean, phone, cell phones and, and videotaping, you know, 
cameras, it, they were around before, but it just seems now m more easily accessible. It's of it being instant. Instant, yeah. And, you know, just seeing so many fights and it's like, it, it I, I could understand where it comes from. Again, there's so many factors going on and you, again, the heat gets to you and you get upset. Tensions are high. Yeah. Um, but I know, I, I think we've, we've got to be better. We've got to be better and, and try to figure out ways to, to manage that. Yeah. Like if somebody cuts in front of you in line, it sucks, but like, that's not going to really impact you getting on the ride that much later. Yeah. Or if somebody accidentally is like walking past you with a stroller and they pop your, you know, knock your popcorn bucket and you lose some popcorn, like it's going to ruin your day for like however long you let it ruin your day. Exactly. I, and I think that's the thing is we always have to take things into perspective because we could let that little thing just tear us up and ruin our entire day or just, you know, you know, breathe, breathe, you know, breathe heavily for a little bit. And it's like, you know what? Let's move on. Yeah. Let's go to the, go somewhere else, go do something else and, and try to enjoy ourselves. And I know it's difficult, but you know, we have like, I think that's something that you, we have to try to be, to be better about. And let's be very clear. We are by no means. <laughs> that's, experts and that's in why this. I say we, because there is like <laughs> points of, you know, the day where not well, like we're we, not talking to each other because we're like, oh my oh gosh, my I can't God. believe like I wanted to go over here, but Every we didn't go over trip, there. Rip, man. We get <laughs> so mad at each other. And we always send each other those TikToks like after our trips where it's like like couples that are furious with each other, but they're like riding the people mover together and they're just like it's <laughs> <laughs> us. Yeah. But and I think, yeah, it, it's just one of those things like but again, we don't let it affect our entire day. No. I mean we, it's we we get upset at a moment, you know. It, we didn't get our way. We realized that whoever was wrong was wrong or we forgive who, whoever was wrong. That sounds so mature. I'm trying to be. I try to be. <laughs> and we get past it and enjoy the rest of our day. Yeah. Let the fireworks go. and Because even fireworks, you know, the kids want to go and do something else. You're like, oh what's the fireworks? God, man? come on. <laughs> <laughs> so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it, it's going to be a lesson that it's going to be a lifelong lesson for us to learn to just be like Elsa. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> and it's, it's so hard to do when you're in that moment, you've spent a lot of money, you have gone out of your way, you've taken time off of work. You're like, this has to be perfect. And it's not. And that's just like life, man. Like, just yeah, let it go. But on the terms of that and moving forward to, you know, Disney's not doing their best, as some people say. I feel like Disney's trying to do their best. And I think, again, we're part of the problem. Like, look at Galaxy's Edge. Look at our home away from home. Galaxy's Edge was supposed to be this really immersive land where you felt like you were on a distant planet in the outer rim and... There were going to be aliens and droids and there's like not a different language, but people would say the cast members would say bright suns instead of good morning. And they would mention credits. They would never say it's this many dollars. They were very cool about not using earthly terms, terminology for things. And that's shifting and it's changing and they're kind of watering that down. Yeah. And it's because of us. Uh, yes, I, I I think that's partly 
I mean, yes, I, I agree. I agree that it's us. Um, you know, when you talk about the, the, the watering down, we initially, uh, I'm thinking of the food, tip yip. It was initially called tip yip, which yep. was chicken. It was like, what was it? It was like a Fried chicken tender. Fried Dorian tip yip. Yeah. And that's, it, that's all it gave you. It didn't tell you that it was chicken. I guess there was complaints. People didn't understand what it was. It would say what it was like in the description on the menu. But if you were just looking at like. The title. The title, like Big Mac. Like we know what a Big Mac is now, but now it's like a Big Mac hamburger. Yeah. Like that's what they've changed it to. Like um, what was one of the other ones? There was Tip Yip. There was the Bantha beef or Bantha. Now it's like Bantha beef. They've had to make some changes because. People weren't eating it. It was too weird. Yeah. They didn't understand that it wasn't weird. It was just beef. They're like, I'm not chicken. eating a tip yip. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the other things is like when they talked about the droids rolling around the part, you know, around Galaxy's Edge. Mm. I'm looking at it through the lens of a droid builder. And I could see why they're not just having them roll around. Oh, yeah. Because the event the few events that i've taken bb out there's always that one person that wants to kick over bb like he's one of those boston dynamic dogs <laughs> and it's like why like why do you want to hurt him like who hurt you he's like, a sweet boy <laughs> but it's like why you know why is there a reason to be destructive which is like just enjoy the droid for what it is and take and your picture with it please and, don't touch it yeah, yeah i mean the, well, you've made, you've made droids. They are not, yeah, no offense, they're not durable. Like no. you're making it out of like 3D printed stuff and paint and just things that you have here. And, like, I, and I'm like wishing and dreaming that, hoping and praying that it's going to stay together. So Yeah. <laughs> you're like, please just don't breathe too loud in its direction. <laughs> I mean, they do have R2 rolling around Disneyland sometimes, but it's like very limited and controlled, but there were these like big plans to have more droids, more aliens, all these things in the park. But I think because people just like cannot control themselves. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's cool. You see an alien, you see a droid and you're like, Oh my God, you see Chewie walk around. You freak out. Well, I mean, and like talking about our other, like that other experience, I just, you know, talked about earlier with Chewie. That's what I fear because right now there's characters walking around. Mm -hmm. You have Ray, you have over in Disneyland, Boba and Fennec. You have all these characters just walking around, but people are just like touching them and grabbing them and, you know, moving them around. Like I would hate for them to be put behind a wall and it's a meet and greet. Right. It's like, don't touch them. Just right, let just, them do their thing. You know, snap a picture as they're walking by. If they interact with you, let them interact with you. But, you know, stay away from them. But I would hate for that to happen because it would just like kill that immersion. Right. And it's already watered down some like, let's please like, let's preserve what we still have there and just like be respectful. Like let's keep it as we can, but be, not because of that, but star cruiser, star cruiser is the immersion experience of, I think any star Wars fans dreams. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that's a bold statement right there. And I stand by it, <laughs> <laughs> but star cruiser can be immersive like that because you're, paying a lot of money to be there. You're going into it knowing what you're getting into and you are a Star Wars fan. Yeah. 
you know you're gonna go into this storytelling mode. Galaxy's Edge is a little bit different. It's this tiny park within a larger theme park where there might be like Frozen fans or Toy Story fans or just like people that don't know anything about Star Wars coming in and getting confused. Star Cruiser is meant for the Star Wars fan. You have aliens walking around, albeit not that many, but you have aliens there. You have a droid rolling around. You have that immersion and those character, you you get character interactions with every single character yeah. on that ship. The thing I, I fear on that is the complaints are saying, or that I've read is it should be a hotel. They should just make it a hotel where we could experience, anybody could go and experience it. Like the, a regular resort like where a you regular just resort. make a reservation for sublight lounge. Yeah. And, and that's, that would be horrible because currently as long as you're there, you can go to sublight and just walk in, grab a drink, hang out, play some house buck if you want, walk out. Mm-hmm. Oga's, uh, hyperspace lounge, all these other reservations, you have to make well and enough, like well enough time to get in there. And even then it's so difficult to yeah. get them. And so you're like scouring the, the app to try yeah. to get in there. Same thing with the restaurants. Like if you were to have that dinner, it's going to be a sought after dinner. Oh my God. It would be the new space 220, yeah. which is like, it's impossible to get. <laughs> and so it's like, you're going to take away that opportunity where you're like, no, every, you know, both nights you get to have a sit down dinner and with, you know, one with the show or, you know, both of them with the show. Both show of them and with the show. Like, a, like one's like live entertainment. And the other one's like presentation more yeah. than anything. So making it a normal hotel and then the events, you know, a lightsaber training, make it, you know, that or bridge training, take those to be, you know, reservation events. It, it's just going to. It's going to be impossible. Yeah, like it would be lightsaber impossible. training has how many people are in there participating? 15, 12. Yeah. There's no way that you could get that. Like we need to preserve Star Cruiser for what it is because it is perfection. And already they've taken stuff away from Star Cruiser. There's no dinner menus anymore. And I don't know if like people <laughs> walked off with them. It's kind of like the spork situation at Docking Bay. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if the, the menus were real nice. Like I can't imagine people taking those. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why they took away the menus. They either took them away because they were walking off and maybe they just had no choice because they just didn't have enough menus or they were kind of like, you're eating the space food. We made this space. They're like moms. <laughs> we made this space food. You're eating it. Like you don't get a choice. We're going to tell you what it is. You're going to like it. Um, which if that's the case, mad respect, because <laughs> I wish I had that kind of control as a parent. <laughs> but like, we need to preserve and we need to respect Star Cruiser for what it is. Yeah. Because if we don't, we're not going to get other immersive experiences like this. And I mean, it's not going to all be as much as we would love star cruiser that's set in the sequel trilogy and maybe something else that's set in a prequel trilogy time frame. Like we're probably going to get, if we can treat this the way it deserves to be treated, we can get other franchises and get some type of immersion yeah. experience. Maybe not a full two night vacation like star cruiser is, but we have to make sure that this works and this works well so that we can have other cool things in the future. And I think that's, that's a, like a perfect, like we have to, you know, perfect way to think about it because even if we don't think about Disney, cause like the, the whispers at the very beginning of star cruiser was like, Oh, well it's, you know, star Wars is not my thing, but a Harry Potter, mm -hmm. you have to show 
that this could work for Universal to say, we want to do that too. Right. Like that's profitable. We have our own, you know, franchise. We want to do the same thing because that would be cool as well. That would be super but cool. You would want it to be immersive. You wouldn't want it to be just a place, you know, Harry Potter land where you go and wave your wand around and okay, you got to, you know, go leave. It's like, it would be awesome to be like at Hogwarts, you know, doing magic, going up the stairs type of thing. Oh my God. So I think that's the thing is we have to like, don't try to break it, right? Yeah. You know, don't try to break it. Like, this is how you want, you're supposed to play with it, play with it that way. And even if you do have bad moments on Star Cruiser, because it can happen, you can get FOMO so bad on Star Cruiser because you see kind of inklings of things happening all around. And you're like, well, I haven't talked to a character in a while. Like, nobody's talking to me. Well, that was Am the I wild not doing thing. it right? When we first like started thinking, it was like, oh, there's no way that they wouldn't let us do every single thing. And we found out that it's, that's not the case. There's, like you won't experience everything. Nope. You absolutely will not. And so that FOMO is very real, yeah. but you can either like say, well, if I can't do, if I'm not doing anything on day one by like 7 PM, like I'm not doing anything at all. Yeah. Like you can let that tank your whole voyage or you can turn it around and you can say like, I, I need to take ownership of this and I need to turn it around and I need to start looking around and talking to people as I can don't yeah. insert yourself and like ruin a moment for somebody else, but like take ownership, go try to make those connections and do those things and turn your experience, your day, your hour around, because that's ultimately like you're in charge of your own happiness. Exactly. Exactly. And that's not just within the parks. It's not just within star cruiser. That's just like, Life advice from the princess and the scoundrel. <laughs> We're just like giving out general life lessons. Unsolicited now. <laughs> advice. My favorite kind of advice. <laughs> but I think that wraps up this episode. Yeah. We actually have something very exciting going on at the end of this month, which is October of 2022. We will be throwing our second Mosh Eisley event. It is going to be in Las Vegas, Halloween weekend. It is right before the second weekend of When We Were Young Fest. It is a Star Wars emo punk themed night. Costumes encouraged. It's going to be so much fun. You can get tickets for that and merch at moshisley.com. And if you're listening to this episode, if you could do us a favor and leave us a review, and if you're watching us, go share it with a friend. Yeah. Share the love and the unsolicited advice. Until next time. <laughs>